You're listening to Christy Unedited, the podcast, and I'm your host, Christy Gray. As the name suggests, we do things unedited around here. You can expect to hear open and authentic conversations with a side of real talk. Join me as I explore a wide variety of topics within the realm of mind, body, and spirit. Thanks for listening. Well, hello there, gorgeous. Welcome to this bonus episode of Christy Unedited. And this week's topic is all around the topic of self-love. But before I dive in, I thought I would give you a real-time update as to what has been happening and also a recap on season one of the podcast. So as you might recall, I selfishly created Christy Unedited because of my love of communication and I was really craving a creative outlet. And Christy Unedited has become so much more than I had ever anticipated. I knew that there were some incredible people in my life and um, in the lives of other people as well. But it wasn't until I actually started uh, recording episodes for the podcast that I realized how every single person has a story. And if they're given the time and the space to tell it, you really can learn from anybody that you're interacting with. And I have found that some of my greatest teachers this year have actually been from moments of holding space in the podcast for others, which is a truly magical thing. Um, Look, I had really no expectations diving into season one. I um, just wanted to really create a platform to be able to you know, communicate with others, but then to be able to share that with you as well. And for us to learn throughout, you know, the course of the journey ahead together. And also too, I just felt like there was a real need in Australia for this type of podcast as well, because a lot of the podcasts that I am listening to um, are based out of the US and I wanted to create something that it was maybe a little bit more homeward bound centric, if that totally even is a thing. So here I am at the end of season one um, and season two will be awaiting us, um, which will be kicking off in January of 2020. So I learned so much in season one as I realized that creating a podcast is so much more work than I anticipated. I knew it would be work, but I could feel my Virgo perfectionist tendencies start to creep in. So to give you some insight, each episode, normally from scheduling the guest to um, doing some pre-work, to recording the episode, to editing it, and I'm not even diving deep in the editing process. I'm just um, listening to it, cutting out anything that, that may not be relevant, um, you know, taking out snippets for social and then putting it out into the world it's normally five hours of work per episode so it's really good for you to know that if you are interested in a podcast but also too gives me a bit of a deep appreciation for the people out there that do put so much work into their podcasts and it's their main source of income as well which is incredible so season two my objectives are to bring 
all of these incredible storytellers into your world and I'm really excited to share season two with you. Um, I've already been recording some really incredible episodes um, with some really incredible women um, and also we'll have some guests reappearing from season one and season two as requested by you. So if there's anything that you are dying to hear on the podcast, if there's a topic that you would like me to explore or to source somebody to explore it with me, then I am here with open arms. And I'm sure that you've probably picked up on this as well, is some of the episodes are really tough for me as I'm learning throughout the process. But I think that that's the beautiful thing, right, about when you're exploring, or it's the exploration of self, right, is that you um, have the courage to explore topics with other people, even if you don't greatly understand them yourself. So that's a little bit of update to where we are. And I wanted to dive into this week's topic which is all on the topic of self-love. And self-love over the last couple of years has been this really fashionable term that I have noticed is used quite a lot on social media. Some people refer it to self-love. I see self-care being thrown in the mix as well. And I really believe that self-love cannot be defined by definition, if that is even a great way of explaining it. But like I'm thinking about like self-love to me is going to be different to you as it's going to be different to somebody else because we all have varied levels of self-love and I truly believe that's because of whether it's our our own relationship with ourself, it could be because of the relationship that we have with others, um, where we're at on our journey as well because my self-love today looks very different than what it did yesterday as opposed to last year and even five years ago and I really wanted to unpack that a little bit with you this morning. Before I dive into unpa unpacking that with you though, I wanted to start with a story because I do believe it correlates to self-love and the story is around intuition so this year, I read a book on intuition after a really spooky series of events that I had where I had an out-of-body, I visited a shaman, I had an out-of-body experience, I then had two different occasions where I was with somebody and then I don't know what happened, but I started getting some internal messaging that I needed to communicate with that somebody from a past on loved one. I don't even really know how to explain it. But this really spooky series of events occurred. So my soul sister Sarah handed me a book on intuition. And so I have been reading through this book this year to really understand what intuition is, um, how can you leverage it, how can you protect it as well, And because it, it was something that really scared me, and I'm, no, I'm not a psychic in any way, shape or form, but I do believe that we're all born with some form of intuition or psychic abilities, it's just whether we choose to tune into those, and in the book, and it talks about how we have two different types of intuition, we have a gut response intuition, which is our 
animal intuition. So that's when you are searching for a yes or no answer. So I think this is something that a lot of us are really good at is like when we get that gut feeling or response on something. So you might be applying for a new job, you might be meeting somebody for the first time, um, it could even be going on a date, right? You get that initial instinct, whether this is a great experience or a great person or if it's not going to be and I think the more that we can trust that animal intuition the more we learn to trust ourselves and it's about being open to be led by our intuition right so that's our animal intuition where is our spiritual intuition is developed in a slightly different way So spiritual intuition is when we are doing things to keep our cup not just full but overflowing. So I'm talking about investing in your health and well-being, so moving your body and exercising, sitting with yourself in meditation or it could be visualization, journaling to connect at a deeper level with yourself. Um, It also includes eating nutritious and delicious food. Think of all of the things that you do to make yourself feel great and show up as a better human being, right? Now, that is how spiritual intuition is developed because when we are seeking guidance and assistance at a deeper level, we have to make sure our foundation is in a really beautiful place for us to be able to be open to receive those messages. So spiritual intuition is when you require more than a yes or no, yes or no answer. So this might mean that you need insight, intuition, guidance, or even a download about something that requires more than yes or no, right? So you might have a new job that you've applied for. You might even be seeking a career change. Let's use that as an example. And you may require more guidance than do I apply for this job or not, right? You might be thinking, well, I don't actually know what I want to explore further in 2020. So by opening your mind or intuition up further, you're going to need to know more than that yes or no answer, right? So by making sure or or ensuring that you're investing in your self-care um, and your health and well-being is going to help you to get more further guidance. Now, you might be thinking, why are you sharing this big story on intuition, Christy? <laughs> because I don't know if this has anything to do with self-love. Well, this is my perspective on it, as I think that has everything to do with self-love, because I can sit here today with you and share with you that my self-love is stronger than it has ever been before. I really love and appreciate myself for who I am as a person, for who I have become as well. And the reason why I can share that with you is because of the journey I have taken to get to this point, which requires every element that spiritual intuition requires. So I didn't just wake up one day and was like, oh my goodness, I love and appreciate myself so much. And I also have days where I feel really shitty as well. I don't just float around on cloud nine 24-7. 
Self-love requires ongoing and consistent work. But it is the most rewarding work that you can do the work on. If that even makes any sense, right? So let's unpack it. So self-love requires you to lean into who you are as a person. And it doesn't just happen like that. There were years where I loathed who I was as a person, where I couldn't stand to look in the mirror at my own reflection. That when I did look in the mirror, I picked apart every single inch of my body. That I wished for a new body, a new face, new hair, new eye shape, like you name it, I've probably picked apart myself in some way, shape or form. I would dream and wish that if I had a smaller waist, then people might like me more, or I may have a boyfriend, or I may love myself more. And self-love, it doesn't happen like that. The more work that I put in and that was required to love and appreciate myself, the more I realized that this topic starts and stops with me, that I can consciously choose right here and right now how I want to love myself, and if I'm going to choose to love myself as well. So when my health and well-being journey began, which was around about eight years ago, is it's not like I woke up on the day that journey began, even though I was like knee-deep in my Saturn return and Saturn was like, sort your shit out, Christy. It's like time to put pedal to the metal because you've been running the gauntlet gauntlet for the last 10 years. It's like, yeah, I woke up on my 28th birthday and I decided to change my life. However, it wasn't like I also was like, oh my goodness, I love myself. You go, girl. It took work. And the work required involved, you know, waking up every day and consciously choosing to go to the gym. And in the beginning, yes, it was out of like selfishness because I wanted to look good to get back at my ex-boyfriend. Like, (laughs) I think any great story starts with heartbreak, right? But over time is when I started to notice how I would feel and that those, those feel good endorphins were released. I would wake up every day to almost chase that level of serotonin that I was experiencing when I was working out. And then over time, I was like, I'm starting to notice the changes and how I'm looking. And I used to uh, like think I can reflect back now and, and see times when I would actually stand in the mirror and be proud of who I was. And it wasn't because I had magically waved a wand and woken up one day with an entirely new body. I actually started to love and appreciate myself because I was proud of the work that I was putting in. And this is where I think your self-love muscle starts to strengthen. It's not because you were just given something right? And I think this is this relates to all aspects of life. It's because you've worked hard for it and you can see a change and you can see improvement. And so that self-love muscle for me strengthened over time, whether it was with my health and well-being. So, you know, working on my fitness goals and, and waking up feeling really proud of what I'd achieved in the gym. I think I bragged for like years because I used to be able to leg press over 220 kilos. 
I could definitely not do that today. <laughs> but again, I know I could get back to that place if that was my goal right now. So my self-love was increasing, not because of, you know, that I was waking up and seeing this miraculous body in the mirror standing back at me. It was because of these small milestones that I was setting as benchmarks in my life. And then the self-love was just the flow-on effect and it came naturally from that. Um, it was from not only eating nutritious and delicious food, it was like exploring food, understanding food more, and then fueling myself with food that just made me feel energized and vibrant. You know, that strengthened my self-love muscle. The journaling work that was required, and I would love to sit here and tell you that I'm the most avid journaler in the world, and I... I find peace and tranquility from journaling. I really don't. I dabble in journaling. I dip in and out of journaling. Um, I really understand what my learning style is and my personality type. I like I'm all across my natal chart, so I know how I can best work through things. And I definitely encourage journaling to so many of the people I work with, and I think that it can work for so many people. Do I think it works for everybody? No, but that's just the same as meditation. I don't think that works for everybody either. So it's like finding what lights you up. But when I have worked through things, whether it's communicating with other people, whether it's sitting in meditation, or sometimes it might be journaling, right? Is that's another way of exploring what you may need to work through to increase your self-worth, which I do believe in turn strengthens your self-love muscle as well. So it's all of these key things, going back to my original story on how to build your intuition when it comes to spiritual intuition, that I truly believe develops your self-love muscle as well. <laughs> so I think that self-love is always in flux too. I think some days are better than others. I also truly believe, and these two things that I always look to as well, which helps to give me maybe more reassurance than anything else, as I truly flow and flux with the moon cycles because I believe that the moon affects our energy so much. Whether you're into astrology or not, and you don't even need to be, the moon affects our oceans, it affects our harvests, it affects so much energetically, is that I always check in where the moon is in terms of the zodiac or what cycles that it's in, because that definitely affects how we feel as human beings and especially as women as well. And the reason why I'm highlighting this to you now is because of the fact that I know some days I'm going to be off more than others. And those days that I'm off, depending on where the moon is, moon is in its cycle, will determine how I'm going to show up in the world. So that I might have those days where I'm feeling really shitty, but it's knowing that and being okay with that. And also knowing that I can choose to have a better day tomorrow. And the other flow-on effect from that is from a woman's perspective is our periods and how that affects our hormones, which also affects how we feel. And I know days leading up to my cycle, I am like, oh my goodness, Satan, take me from the world. <laughs> 
so dramatic babes, but that's literally how I feel. And so I know that on those days, I'm going to be more harder on myself, but knowing that prepares me for what I need to do to strengthen that self-love muscle. And I'm so excited to share with you an episode in season two on the podcast um, with Rachel, who is a period consultant who actually takes us through how to work with our cycles, because I definitely believe that is another layer to how we strengthen self-love. So the point I'm trying to make here is, like anything, self-love requires work. And when you put in the work with absolutely anything in life, you will always reap the benefit and the reward. So I'm going to leave you with three easy tips or steps that you can integrate from today that will help you to strengthen your self-love. And the first one is is to always act on what you need rather than what you want. Because I truly believe that it's so easy to look towards somebody's practice or look towards something that somebody somebody else might be doing and think that if you do that too, then you're going to be able to create abundance in that area, right? Whereas when you tune in, and this might even be going back to my original story on intuition, right, is lean on your intuition, babe. You know better than anybody else what you require. And when you lean into that intuition and really feel into what you need right here, right now, that is a way of strengthening your self-love. So lean into that. That's number one. Number two is practice and integrate really great self-care into your regime because self-care is directly related to self-love because when you invest time in yourself and what that looks like for you is really probably going to be different from me, right? Is that that's going to help you to lean into those feelings, those feel-good feelings and emotions. So I know when I put time aside, and a big one for me at the moment is hot and cold therapy. And I'll give you this as an example, is that I know when I have looked at my week and planned my week ahead and I've scheduled in all of my time blocks and work for the week ahead, I then go in and schedule all my exercise classes and I've been loving yoga and Pilates at the moment. That's like my form of self-care. But I actually then go in and schedule hot and cold therapy. And at the moment, I'm actually working on a monthly pass, so I'm able to go more than once a week. And that is my time where I have no distractions, so I don't have a mobile phone nearby, I don't have headphones in, I get to sit with myself, and that is like an hour of my time every single day I choose to do it, where it's just for me. And it's something about not just the practice of doing it that makes me feel really good, but it's when I walk away and I've gone, oh, babe, you just put one hour of your day into you and there's something really magical about that that makes me feel really good and last but not least and this is probably the most important one as well is to forgive yourself forgive yourself for every time you beat yourself up about the way you looked forgive yourself for the fact that you didn't achieve that summer body you had been working towards every single year. 
Forgive yourself for the times that you pulled yourself apart in front of the mirror or you put on an item of clothing and you didn't think that you were good enough or even worthy enough. You can't change those times, right? We've all had them. I know I've been there many a times and I even caught myself with some negative self-talk only a few weeks ago in Pilates. It's going to happen, babe. But forgive yourself for allowing it to occur. And I think as soon as you acknowledge that emotion or that feeling and forgive yourself for it, it allows you to move through that and also step into your power in the future as well. Because if you dwell on those negative emotions or or thinking over and over again about how you beat yourself up and then you, you're then beating yourself up because you beat yourself up, you just are ending up going around in circles, which isn't serving you or anybody else in your immediate surroundings. So choose consciously right here and right now with me to wholeheartedly forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for every single moment that you beat yourself up and you felt like you were not good enough for yourself and anybody else. Because I am here to tell you, you are so worthy of everything that you desire in life. And you deserve the absolute world. And I love and appreciate you so much as well for even being here and listening to this message today. And so I would absolutely love it if you consciously choose to show up every single day by taking the necessary steps to strengthen your self-love muscle because you are absolutely worth it. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you like what you hear, then please rate, review and subscribe where you love to listen. Or you can connect with me via social at Bound for Beauty. And that's beauty with an E. I'll see you next time.